the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. You are listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Thank you for tuning in. Got a gorgeous rest of the afternoon with a lot of sun and a high of 84. Clear skies tonight, low 69. Mix of clouds and sun tomorrow. Might get a shower high up to 92. And then all of a sudden, the bottom drops out. A high of just 64 on Thursday. Almost a 30-degree drop between tomorrow and Thursday. A lot of clouds and rain expected for Thursday. So a tale of two days for sure between tomorrow and Thursday. And I say for sure. That's how God decides to play it out. He can, of course, change things anytime he wants. Uh, and from that point on, looks like the forecast is going to be in the 65 to 75 degree range for a while. Monday night football last night, Pittsburgh over Cincinnati was 27-3. They're both 0-3 going in. Something had to give. I guess they could have tied, but in any case, Pittsburgh with a big win there. Major League Baseball starts tonight. The playoffs, that is. The National League wildcard game, Milwaukee at Washington at 8:08. Of course, a former player for those Nationals now playing for the Phillies just completed his first year in Philly's uh, uh, garb. Uh, do, do they have pinstripes anymore? I was going to say pinstripes, Joe, but I'm not sure that the Phillies have pinstripes at this point. I don't think that they do. I think uh, I know I have uniforms in my closet that are pinstripes. Yeah, but that's that's maybe back in the day. I mean, well, you know what? Anymore, well, a lot of the teams, and Lee, they had pinstripes. Yeah, a lot. Of, and, and anymore, actually, teams often have you know alternate jerseys. So I can say Philly's pinstripe probably still accurately. There's some kind of a stripe. Even if it's not those, the stripes where they're like every inch or two. That, that's the one that I remember growing up as a kid watching Mike Schmidt and Greg Luzinski having those thin red pinstripes. I used to take a T-shirt out when I play wiffle ball in the backyard, get a red magic marker out, draw the Phillies uh, insignia on the on the front, and then put a number on the back and make some red lines top to bottom. And uh, that was my pinstripes back in the day. I yeah. have a camouflage yeah. Phillies uniform in there somewhere. I just can't. You can't find it? Yeah, I, I don't know where it would be. <laughs> do you realize, do you realize what I just did there? Camouflage, you couldn't find it. Well, it's a perfect setup on my side. Where's your rim shot? Yeah. So, uh, Bryce Harper was down at the ballpark on Sunday after the Phils lost the final game of the year. They were 81-81 and 81 on the year. He talked about and was asked about how he came and played hard, and, uh, and how that's how he plays the game. I've been trying to do that all year long. You know, I'm going to continue to do that. You know, these fans in the city have uh, you know, opened their arms to me and my family um, like no other. So I can't thank them enough for the support. They've shown myself and my teammates all year long and uh, looking forward to, uh, to next year. Do you realize in 15 seconds of soundbite there, you have Bryce Harper, you have packing tape because the players are boxing all their stuff up. You have ping pong balls going and <laughs> there's a lot going on at the end of the game because the players are actually saying their goodbyes and heading out. So in any case, Bryce Harper there, and he was asked later on, do you feel like you made the right move? Because obviously his team, the Nationals, is in the playoffs, and he's not. But he said absolutely, and he really re- he reiterated he loves being in Philadelphia. 
which is a good thing because he has 12 more years left on his contract. But I think that the, the fans got what they had hoped for and perhaps then some. And hopefully next year will be a better year than, than this one. We have, Joe, a very special guest coming up in just a little bit. His name is Alex Kendrick. He is director of the film Overcomer. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, and he's been known for a number of films. He's uh, been involved with Fireproof, uh, I think uh, Courageous, and uh, War Room most recently, and several others. He's written some books, and he actually acts in some of these movies as well. So we're looking forward to having him on the program. And today, speaking of actors and actresses and stuff like that, I thought we'd have a little fun. Instead of just giving away gift cards randomly to callers, I thought we'd make them earn it a little bit. Is that so bad? I mean, what do you think about that? I think that's a great idea. As you sit there with your coffee with one leg up, you feel like it's okay for the listeners to earn their gift cards today, right? You know, a little bit of thinking, a little bit of gray matter. That's not bad. Okay. Well, I, we won't make it too difficult. Just have, you know, birthdays for today. There are lots of people who have a birthday October 1st. And so I'm going to throw out to you um, the invitation to call. I'm not going to tell you who, whose birthday is in question. But I'm going to say call in and I'll give you a person's name and uh, – I'll give you an age. And all you have to do is say over or under. Right? So that's it. You don't have to guess the age or anything like that. Just very simple. I'm going to just kind of go by your impression. I'll name person X. I'll say this person is 49. And you think, is that too young or too old? You go over or under. If you're correct, you get a gift card to Rita's. Fair enough? I think it's simple enough. In fact, as we go to our first break, I'll invite you to call right now. We have several of these to hand out throughout the hour. 800 560 9345 is our toll-free number, 800-560-9345. You call in, you don't know who you're going to get, but I'm just going to give you a person's name and their age, uh, a age, and you decide if I'm a little high or a little low at that number. Fair enough? And if you happen to be correct, we'll get you a gift card to to Rita's, courtesy of Brian or Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Back in just a moment, Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Our toll-free number, if you want to call in and take a stab, 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Right now, to win with WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Well, yeah. me and the Lord, we've got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. The Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL. Every morning you greet me. WFIL.com. So our first trivia question, birthday, if you will, is tied into that song, Edelweiss. Joe, do you know what Edelweiss is, actually? Isn't it a flower? It is a flower. It's a white flower. And the the story goes, uh, it it became symbolic of deep love and devotion because young men would risk climbing mountains to pick Edelweiss for their brides. And sometimes the endeavor was fatal. Oh, Ooh. yeah. That's not such wow. a... That's, uh, that's not good. No, but the song is... <laughs> Maybe you should pick a different flower. Like, here's some dandelions, <laughs> you know? It's a little easier. Just pick them up and... Yeah. Anyhow, um, 
one of the birthdays I want to ask a question about. I figured we'd give a tangible example. Julie Andrews, who was certainly in The Sound of Music as Maria, right? And yeah, Mary. what do you do about a problem like Maria? Well, you know, there's a lot of things you could do. So, um, you know, well, I, when you ask that question, my question I really want to know is how do you catch a cloud and pin it down? <laughs> that's something that's been on my mind. So Mary, uh, Julie Andrews, who was in The Sound of Music, yep. which we just heard the Edelweiss say a little bit there from, uh, Mary Poppins, and she's done other stuff in, in recent years. She was the voice of Marlena in Despicable Me. She was Gru's mom. Oh, really? And so, yeah, among other things. So I'm going to give the age of Julie Andrews Ooh. kind of, oh. and you tell me if it's too high or too low. Hmm. All right? 77. All right, 77. Is that too low or too high? If you call in and tell me, and you're right, then you'll get a gift card to Rita's. Wow. Simple enough. 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Julie Andrews celebrating a birthday today. I'm saying it's she's 77. Am I low with that or am I high with that? And whoever gets guesses that correctly, 800-560-9345 gets a gift card to Rita's. Uh, we have another couple of birthdays we'll ask questions about as the program rolls along. I think you're really close. That's too close. Well, I don't want to make it obvious and, yeah. and you know have it too little or too way too high. So I'm just kind of getting in the ballpark. No looking it up. I see. See, people, I didn't say that. Now I know people are looking. You're not supposed to look it up. It's supposed to be a, a gut feeling. What do you think? Well, 1964. So I'm trying to. Figure you're trying it out. to do the math. <laughs> carry the three. Divide by nine. No, I can't do that. All right, so if you want to, or if, if texting is easier for you, feel free to shoot me a text to 610 500 Dove, 610 500 3683. And uh, if you're correct, just tell me if seven, if Julie Andrews being 77 is too low or too high. And uh, first person through will get a gift card to read us, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. We are pleased at this point to bring in our guest this hour. He is a director of the new film Overcomer. And uh, we get the right buttons over here and bring you up on the board. We're very glad to have you on board today. Alex Kendrick is his name. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Tim. Great to talk to you. Yeah, you along with your brother Stephen and another brother, Shannon, I believe, have uh, worked together on this and done a lot of work together over the years. Folks will know you from many other movies we can chat about perhaps. But um, you co-wrote this and directed it, and you're in the movie too, so you wear a lot of hats. Um, let's just chat about it a little bit. It came out not too long ago, August 23rd. How, uh, how did it come together, and how long has it been, was Overcomer in the making? Wow. We, uh, we started praying about this about three years ago. We finished War Room. War Room did great. We felt the Lord turning our focus toward identity in Christ, which is a, uh, that's a pretty deep topic, but one that was more exciting as we got into it. And um, so we started writing Overcomer about a year and a half ago, shot it last summer, and it came out about a month ago, and it's doing great, and the responses from people are so encouraging. There are people that went back to see it seven, eight, and nine times in the theater, and um, they said it was just more uh, inspirational, more encouraging than they expected it to be. We're hoping people will still see it while it's still out, and uh, we're so grateful because we, we figured out how to share identity in Christ in a way that I think most people can understand and receive and so uh, it, w it was just a real honor to do that. What defines who you are and what do you allow to define you? Obviously, uh, the core to the movie, um, and what a great question to ask, really. Anybody could appreciate being asked that question. What led to that being so central to the film? And you mentioned that kind of was something that you felt that God put on your heart to, 
to go in that direction. Yeah, well, you know, we, we live in a culture now that's debating who gets to define who you are. We're being told you're, you are your feelings or you are your job, your financial status, whatever. We, we believe that the Creator gets to define His creation. And it's interesting that if you think about it, God created us. He knows us better than we know ourselves. He loves us more than anyone loves us. And He has the authority to tell us who we are. Why would we let anything else define who we are? So this movie follows a high school coach. He's a basketball coach, but he loses his team because the largest factory in town shuts down. All the families move away. The remaining students, the school asks him to become the cross-country coach. He didn't want to do it, especially when only one 15-year-old girl runner shows up, and she's got asthma. So that kind of sets the premise for this. But when he loses his ability to find success at his job, he does what most men do. They get frustrated, and they search for who they are. If you take away a man's job, most men will struggle. And um, so he really has to come to grips with, who am I? The girl also has to find her place in this world. She has very low self-esteem. So the, the, the movie follows both of their trajectory and is so uh, relatable today, and, and it has such an inspirational ending. A lot of people are leaving saying, I have a better understanding of what it means to have identity in Christ than I ever have. And, and we love that, because we want to tell an entertaining story, but one that really touches the hearts of people. Yeah, and I'm sure you want to do it in a way that doesn't uh, come across as too predictable or too saccharine or whatever, but sure. really deals with it. So Alex Kendrick's our guest. He's co-writer and director of the brand-new movie Overcomer. You can find out more online at overcomermovie.com, I believe it is. Did you, you or your brother, any of your brothers, or have any kind of time in your life where you had to ask this question more so than another point? Everybody's got it, I'm sure, struggles with it from time to time, but you know, any particular juncture where this theme was more prevalent for you? Oh, the, I would say the Lord hammered me even before we started this movie. I would say I had the right elements of my identity, but they were not in the right order, meaning I would call myself a Christian. I know I'm a husband, I know I'm a father, know I'm a filmmaker, but I would say I probably put filmmaking and, and writing books in the first spot of my identity. And God said, Alex, that is what you do, but that is not who you are. And the Lord kind of prompted me to think about the fact that if I never make another movie, would I still know who I am? So I had to grapple with that as we worked on the script for Overcomer. And so in that regard, I'm I'm much like the coach. Hmm. So today I would say the order of my identity is first and foremost, I am a child of God in Christ. I put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Then I'm a husband, then a father, and then a filmmaker. That way, if the filmmaking doesn't work out, I still know who I am. My foundation is set. And so when people understand how crucial that is, how important that is, it'll solve a lot of issues of instability, of worry, of stress, because if we are only our job or our feelings, which can change, well, then that's very unstable. So Jesus Christ is the most stable thing you can put your identity in. And so the Lord really worked on me when we were preparing this movie. And today I would say I have a better sense of who I am in Christ than I ever have before. Alex Kendricks, our guest, director of the new film Overcomer. Brief break, we'll continue our chat. Also, if you want to take a stab at the uh, little trivia question, birthday trivia we have going, Julie Andrews, 77 years old today. Too little, too much. You guess? 800-560-WFIL. 800-560-9345. 800-560-9345. Of course, she was in Mary Poppins, The Sound of Music, and others. You can also text in your guests, 
3683. First one through either way and gets this correctly if 77 is too high or too low. Wins a gift card from Rita's, courtesy of Brian Chevrolet in Chinkatown. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for listening in today. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 423 on the Tim DeMoss Show. As I hear that promo for Pastor All Reese and Somebody Loves You, I'm reminded that he was uh, a guest on our program some months back, and you're welcome to look through our podcast list at WFIL.com to hear that. If you're new to the station or to the program, uh, this program is, is largely based on uh, the foundation of John 3.16, perhaps one of the most well-known Bible verses in the entire Bible. It, it just says, For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And as such, the program, uh, I hope, is kind of reflective of what that life looks like. I'm a Christian, and I have, uh, uh, you know, but, but as far as my life goes, I, I have time where I'm spending time with people who don't necessarily believe that. There are times that I'm with th- those who do, and I kind of hope that this show reflects that. So there, you know, every now and again, we'll have folks on who may not pretend to, or, not, or not pretend, I should say, uh, not claim to be Christians. And we just talk about everyday stuff. Sometimes we get into the spiritual side of things. There's a little bit of common ground that's established. So that's part of it, because if John 3.16 is true, and I believe it is, then uh, anybody who accepts him uh, can receive that eternal life. And so hopefully, just like uh, this program, I hope my life and I hope your life too has opportunities for that to to um, live life alongside other people who may not believe what you do and um, and point them to him as the Lord gives you the opportunity. So we've had uh, some folks who are very clearly Christians, like Pastor Rawl. He's got a great story. We've had other folks on who have had some amazing transformational stories, others who kind of just grew up in a Christian home. And, and then we've had other people, again, along the way from other walks of life who we just kind of talked about everyday stuff. And so that's uh, kind of what this program's about. Also, along those lines, we'll have guests who are very well-known, but also guests who maybe you wouldn't know, just someone who's local, who's got something going on. Um, that's also kind of a, a, a scripture that comes to mind is James chapter two, where it talks about not showing favoritism. And um, the idea being that uh, in that particular passage, it talks about how uh, the church was in, in, at that point was being called out a little bit by saying, hey, you're, you're showing special attention to people who have fine clothes and gold rings and who walk in and it looks like they are something or they have something. And the people who have no money or don't look like they're very important, you kind of say, well, sit on the floor by my feet. And saying that's not the way to go about things. And so to that end, we hope this program also offers folks uh, the platform to share, whether it's just a small local ministry, doesn't have a big name or anything like that, to folks who do have a big name. Uh, Ultimately speaking, the point of that is to encourage each of us, wherever we are, to walk faithfully before God and trust that he will use the efforts that we, we have as part of his plan. And uh, so that's that's kind of where that also comes in with uh, James chapter two. So that all said, just want to encourage you, if you want to go to our site, WFIL.com, click the podcast tab. You can look through and uh, see the different guests who have been on from the different walks of life, including in film. And today our guest, Alex Kendrick, who has been um, involved with a lot of different films over the years, are going to continue our chat with him in a second. Uh, One other quick note for you, just want to know, because we flipped the calendar now into October, we have a new ministry of the month, Pastor Rick Warren, who you may know from the uh, Purpose Driven Life books um, that he he's written. Um, this month, there are a couple of, of different prizes you could win on a daily basis, and there's a great grand prize as well. Just go to our website, wfil.com, 
and you can see that new Ministry of the Month opportunity. Pretty much every month there's something you can get for free, which is nice, and then you might even uh, you, you might even win something bigger than that. So check that out, our new Ministry of the Month with Pastor Rick. His Daily Hope program is at 2 o'clock weekday afternoons on WFIL. Alex Kendrick is our guest. He's the co-writer and director of the new movie Overcomer. His brother Stephen, the producer of that film, you have worked together on a lot of uh, uh, well-known films, War Room, Courageous, Fireproof, Facing the Giants, Flywheel. You've both written together several New York Times best-selling books like The Love Dare and The Resolution for Men and The Battle Plan for Prayer. And so easier said than done, perhaps, to find your identity in the Lord rather than in your work. Do you have a small, tangible way or any, any angle you could give folks an example of what it means to not find your identity in your work, but rather, uh, you know, in the fact that you're God's child, however you have learned that and or put it in practice. Oh, absolutely. So uh, this, is, this is how I, I taught my daughter to do this. My daughter, Joy, was, uh, made the varsity girls basketball team as a ninth grader. So all the other girls were 11th and 12th graders, juniors and seniors. Yeah. And she was so happy to be on the team but did not expect to play much. About the third game into the season, the coach noticed that Joy was one of the better ball handlers and was making good decisions on the floor. He brings her over and he says, Joy, from now on, you're going to start. And Joy, as a ninth grader, said, Coach, I I can't be a starter. I'm a ninth grader. You've got other 11th and 12th graders on the bench. The coach said, Joy, I am the coach. I determine who starts. If I say you're a starter, you're a starter. She started the rest of the year, and they actually made it to the state championship. Wow. Now, yeah, so, so I asked, asked Joy, I said, Joy, what did you feel like? She said, I felt like I shouldn't be a starter. I said, but are you a starter? And she said, yes. I said, why? She said, because the coach said so. In other words, the one in authority determined whether she would start or not. Well, you and I have an authority. It's God. And so when God says in Ephesians 1, in Christ, you are loved, justified, redeemed, adopted, uh, saved, chosen, sealed, then it is true regardless of how we feel about it. There are days I don't feel that great, but when I remind myself, and even if I go back and I read Ephesians 1, I remind myself of what God says about me. He is my authority, and what he says goes. And It is so encouraging. So I would remind people out there, if you are struggling with your sense of worth or self-esteem, and if you have trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, go read Ephesians 1 and read what God says about you when you're in Christ. And regardless of your feelings, what he says is true. Amen. Amen. Alex Kendrick is our guest, co-writer and director of the new movie Overcomer. Overcomermovie.com is where you can find out more about that. In fact, that list you kind of rattled off there, there's a little clip in the film uh, that, you know, that those things are there. I am blessed. I am chosen. I am adopted. To remind yourself that these things are true, whether or not you feel them, that doesn't change the truth of them, which is obviously a huge, uh, you know, comfort to know that, that that God doesn't change based upon whether or not we get it or feel it or whatever it might be. So um, you were sharing there also about, you know, it sounded like the basketball in you as a, as a basketball dad with your daughter, Joy, that that might maybe playing your character as a coach in Overcomer was uh, fairly natural for you. Are you a, fan, a big fan of the sport? Yeah, it was. I, basketball is my favorite sport. I, li- I like all sports, but basketball is by far my favorite. And so, uh, I got to uh, do some coaching at the beginning of the movie, and uh, and, and I, I love that. Played for 12 years growing up, all through high school, and um, now my son is playing, and he, he's he's in college, and I you know it's it's one of our favorite sports. But I thought the parallel, the reason we do cross country in the movie, 
I thought the parallel of a long race where you have hills and valleys, some, some days you feel like you're running downhill and the wind's uh, blowing on you and it's nice, and some days you feel like you're running uphill and you're just tired and it's hot. And you know, That's part of life. And um, I, th- I saw a better parallel with that sport. And plus, if you've seen the film, you know, at the, the last 20 minutes are just a, a blast to watch. Yeah. And uh, people sometimes are coming out of their seat the last 20 minutes. But I, I, I saw that parallel, and I realized that's probably a better sport to do this analogy. But again, overcomer will speak to the heart of every young person, middle-aged and, and elderly person, because it addresses something that we all want to know. Who am I really? Who gets to define who I am? And what is my value in God's eyes? And, and once you embrace that and know that, it will make such a difference in your life. Well, and along those lines, I actually was uh, curious to ask you uh, if you view the films that you and your brothers and, of course, everyone else have you know, put together as a, as a way to gently share the gospel in terms of pointing people to values that underneath we all want, even if we're not sure where they come from, like a good marriage, for example. Is, is that something you aim for when you put the films together? And, and how have they been received by those who may, at least initially, not necessarily call themselves Christians. Yep, so so we do aim for them. You know, as you know, I think it's been said, you, you're not going to hit what you're not aiming at. So we absolutely aim for that. We Our, our movies are primarily aimed at edifying and encouraging the Church, yeah. but we always include the Gospel knowing that many people will see the film that uh, wander in or just just want to come, and, and they're, they're great outreach tools as well. But, you know, there are movies that that carry a lot of subtext in their messages, and I think that's fine. Ours are a little more overt, and we do that on purpose, but we want to edify and encourage the Church in marriage, in in parenting, in prayer, in, um, you know, identity, all the themes that we've been doing the last several years. But for us, we, we always include the Gospel knowing that that is the most priceless message we could ever present to anyone in the universe that God loves you and has made a way for you to know Him and, and to spend eternity with Him, so we can't escape that. But um, at the same time, we want to tell a very engaging story. So we're, we're always trying to up the ante on production value and storytelling elements so that people will see these movies, they really enjoy it. And I, and I hope people, when they see Overcomer, they feel that way. Alex Kendricks, our guest, he is the co-writer and director and also plays coach John Harrison in the brand-new movie Overcomer. You can find out more about the film Overcomer Movie. Dot com. Quick break. We'll come back and continue our conversation with Alex Kendrick. Also, if you want to shoot a quick text and take a guess at our celebrity birthday for the day, at least one of them, Julie Andrews, Mary Poppins, The Sound of Music. I say she's 77 today. You think that's a, too low or too high? Send a quick text to 610-500-DOVE. Uh, if people come in calling the text line. It's actually a text line because you're supposed to text it. 610-500-3683. All you do is say is 77 is too high or too low. And if you happen to be correct, get your gift card to Rita's first person through. Back in just a moment with more on the Tim Marsh Show, AM560, WFIO. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. WFAL.com. It's 4.37 Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Forecast calling for a lot of sunshine the rest of the afternoon. 84 the high. Clear tonight, low 69. Mix the clouds and sun tomorrow. Maybe a shower. High up to 92. And then all of a sudden, right off a cliff we go. Cloudy and rainy and a high of just 64 for Thursday. Almost 30 degrees cooler than tomorrow. From that point on, looks like 65 to 75 for the high for a while. 
Monday Night Football, Pittsburgh over Cincinnati last night. Major League Baseball playoffs start this evening. National League wild card game has Milwaukee at Washington. Winner moves on uh, in the playoffs there at 8.08 is the game tonight. AL wild card is tomorrow night, Tampa Bay and Oakland playing. Had a chance to talk with Bryce Harper of the Phillies on Sunday after the Phillies lost their final game. Of course, they're out of the playoffs. They finished at 81 and 81. He talked about playing hard this season for the team and trying to uh, do his best every night. I've been trying to do that all year long. You know, I'm going to continue to do that. You know, these fans in the city have uh, you know, opened their arms to me and my family um, like no other. So can't thank them enough for the support. They've shown myself and my teammates all year long. And uh, looking forward to, uh, to next year. It's Bryce Harper wrapping up the first of his 13-year contract here in Philadelphia. And he was asked later if he minded uh, the fact or did he make the right decision considering the team he left. Washington is now in the playoffs tonight. And he said, no, I'm glad I'm here, and I love it here. He reiterated that fact. So he had a great season, and hopefully next year they can go a bit further or a lot further than this season. Um, uh, so we want to continue our conversation. If you're just joining us, we have been chatting with uh, uh, Alex Kendrick from the movie Overcomer. Uh, and before we do that, we've had some birthday trivia going on, and I don't understand. I give the text line number out, and then I have folks who are calling the text line. If you want to call to take a guess, here's the number. 1-800-560-WFIL. 1-800-560-9345. That's the phone line if you want to call in and take a guess, which we'll do near the end of our, our time here. Um, so just have that ready. The text line is only for texting, which is 610-500-DUB, 610-500-3683. So keep them separate if you can. That would be appreciated. And uh, we'll look forward to throwing a trivia question out and has some Rita's gift cards to hand out before the program is done. Alex Kendrick is our guest. He's the co-writer and director, as well as uh, an actor in the film Overcomer. He plays coach John Harrison. His brother Stephen is the producer of this new movie, Overcomer. You can find out more online, overcomermovie.com. War Room, Courageous, Fireproof, Facing the Giants, and more. You'll know uh, Alex and his brother Stephen from those films. And just wanted to tap your uh, brain for a moment on just the professional side of things. You mentioned before the break there about, quote unquote, you know, upping the ante and wanting the work that you do to really be of of excellence. And, of course, finances play into that as well. Just share about that for a moment so folks can have more of an appreciation of the movie Overcomer. So for us, uh, the budget's increased with every film. The number of professionals has increased. The, even the equipment, the type of cameras and lenses we use have, has increased in quality with every film we've done. Yeah. And so you, you, you always want to use better tools if you can. But beyond that, I mean, the, the scoring, you know, we were able to, to fund and, and get more scoring. So we did the scoring with a full orchestra in Nashville, Tennessee. That was just awesome to stand in that room and watch an orchestra play this incredible theme that goes along with the movie. Yeah. The acting, we, we, get, we, we are able to be more picky with actors. And this young girl, this uh, young Hannah, you're going to fall in love with her. The, 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 the elderly man in the hospital who almost steals the movie, he's so powerful. He's just fantastic. So uh, I, I'm really pleased as a director with the, with the uh, acting in, in Overcomer. Um, we just, uh, Sherry Rigby, um, the, She's just great as uh, Amy Harrison, and so I, I loved doing that. And, and again, we want to 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 do whatever it takes to make these movies powerful. As far as making them, I'd, I would break it down like this: it's about three or four months of research and writing the script, three months of shooting it, three to four months of editing it, and then about six months to promote it. So all together, 
It's going to happen over the course of a couple of years. So when you sit down and watch this hour-and-a-half, two-hour movie, there, there's at least two years of hard work that went into getting you to that point. So there is a lot that goes into it. And at the end of the day, I, we just hope we can touch some lives and some hearts and that people leave encouraged. Yeah, it must be super gratifying to have seen the response to Overcomer thus far. So uh, you know, God bless you. Thanks for, for, for investing your life in this. I, I, I will share this with people who you know, have dedicated their, their lives and their talents to God and, and thank them and affirm them in that way just because you didn't have to. I mean, you, but, you, but you and your brothers and, and, and everyone on the team there, that's what they're doing, which is, which is really well-received and especially just to have more options. I can tell you as a dad of five – I like to have options for my family that, you know, uh, it's easy yep. to consume media very quickly and to have something that's going to really make people think and work on different levels. You would say Overcomer can work on those those dual levels, adult and, and kid, right? Absolutely. You know, everybody needs to know who they are in Christ at various levels. And so we have the from the teenagers to, to median adults to senior adults. I think everybody will get something out of this film. Yeah. Alex Kendrick, our guest, he's the co-writer and director of the new movie Overcomer. Uh, so and, and of course, your brother, Stephen, the producer. And then the, the other brother, Shannon, is, is it like the Marx Brothers and Shannon's Harpo? He's the silent one or is he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Harpo. He's the executive producer. He likes being behind the scenes, but he does a great job. <laughs> okay. Has it worked out just kind of naturally as brothers that you each found what you were good at and what you wanted to do and it all complemented well? Or did you kind of have to figure that out as you went? Yeah, well, so I tend to be storytelling. Stephen tends to be people and uh, the ingredients to the movies. You know, he goes and gets all the, the resources, and then Shannon keeps the books and the structure of, of the whole movie. And so we, we have different skill sets but love working together. That's great. Hey, I said, I know, you mentioned you like sports. Uh, you know, I guess your families live in Georgia, so does that mean you're going to be glued to the proverbial screen with the Braves and Cardinals coming up here? <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah we tend to support the uh, the teams here in Georgia and uh, yeah so especially in the fall we lo- love football too so uh, you can't wait to watch more college football especially yeah on on the pro side your Falcons beat the Eagles here but they actually have a worse record that's the only win they have this year they're one and three I think the Eagles are two and two at this point. So uh, we'll see if they rebound and make the playoffs. Yeah, so, that's uh, right. Yeah. As far as Overcomer, just a couple of the quick questions for you. I know that the theme of discipleship and mentoring are part of this, um, and that's really important you know, in our, in our world to have those in place uh, and not always easy to find and, and to have going. But just share where, where that comes from from your, from your heart as to wanting to have that be one of the themes in Overcomer. Well, other than having a, a good dad, and I have a, a great father, I had some good bosses and coaches in my life that really helped me understand uh, stepping into adulthood, responsibility, discipline, teamwork. And those are, those are principles that, that will carry throughout life. And so in the movie, uh, John is coaching and mentoring his one runner. At the same time, there's an elderly man coaching and mentoring John. And you see how one generation invests in the next, and it kind of trickles down that way. And we all need someone speaking into our life, and we need to be turning and speaking into people uh, younger than we are to help them in their, their own journey. So, yeah, that, that, that's crucial, and, um, and that, that's, a big, that's a big theme for us. And as is marriage, right, that comes in the relationship between you and your wife, Amy. The mentioned Sherry Rigby plays that. Could you share a little bit about that, uh, that marriage theme as well in Overcomer? Yeah, so, you know, we're, we're big into marriage. You see this wonderful scene where this couple has what, what may be a common fight. They, they are arguing with one another. And then, you know, of course, when that happens, most people usually separate. They calm down. And then they either come back and fight more 
or or make up. And well, in this scene, the the wife realizes where her husband is at and how he's struggling, and she does something that is unexpected by him. She throws him a curveball, and I I hope people that haven't seen the movie go see it. If <laughs> yeah. you have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But he he's expecting her to come out and kind of rebuke him and say, hey, you're being a jerk to me. And she does something he doesn't expect, which, which I love, and I hope ministers to couples and that they ask themselves, would I have done the same thing? And so um, you've got to go check out Overcomer if you want to know what I'm talking about. But it's, it's uh, the theme of marriage, uh, doing it God's way, and, uh, and then getting encouragement along the way is, is really important for us. Well, and as a practical thing people should know as well, there are some written companion sources, resources, I guess, to go with the movie, too, so it doesn't have to stop when you walk out of the theater. Right That's exactly right. So we, we have a, yeah, real quick, we have a, a couple of resources that we want to share with people. One is a book called Defined Who God Says You Are. And we had a, a psychiatrist recently read this thing and say, this is the best single book I've ever read in my life on helping somebody with identity issues. Wow. So it's called Defined Who God Says You Are. And then there's a book by Priscilla Shire for young women called Radiant. And she really speaks into the heart of young girls and women on on how priceless they are and how God sees them. When you see yourself the way God does, it changes everything. So those two books, Defined for Adults and Radiant for Young Girls and Women, uh, those two pieces are just uh, wonderful at going deeper into identity. That's excellent. Priscilla should know, too. Her dad, I guess, is Tony Evans, who we have on our radio station every night at 730 with the Alternative Program. So that's pretty cool. She must have grown up, she's grown up in a good in a, in a good way. So that's right. Yeah, very good. Well, thank you so much for taking time uh, to be with us, Alex. And God bless you. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Great to talk with you. Absolutely. Have a great day. Alex Kendrick, co writer and director of the brand new movie Overcomer. You can find out more about it online, overcomermovie.com. Now, Joe, you're trying to flag me down here about some reference I made because Alex's brother, Stephen, is the producer of the film, and he has another brother, Shannon who uh, kind of does the off the you know behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. and I, I liken that to the Marx brothers uh-huh. yeah, Groucho of course very out there flamboyant and all that and mm-hmm. uh, you have uh, Zeppo and all the others right isn't uh, Zeppo Chico, one of them? And Chico and Zeppo right but I remember Harpo being the one who he doesn't make any sound he doesn't say anything so that was my my parallel there was the ah. third brother Alex and Steven are director and producer but the other guy Shannon just kind of behind the scenes. But you have a problem with my analogy? I did. I, I just wanted to tell you that it was Zeppo that actually was helping to produce the Marx Brothers. Zeppo? Zeppo, yeah. yeah. Or I'm sorry, maybe it was Gummo. Gummo. So you're saying Gummo. I picked the wrong... The you wrong... picked the wrong... Right, right, because the three of them that we see were all performers. All right, so my analogy breaks down partway through. Yeah, I mean, but but I think it was a good analogy. Uh, it I was, just, it was, was a good kind analogy. of unfinished. Yeah, yeah. Harpo... Had you, had you been... A, a real Marx Brothers fan, yeah, and had read Why a Duck, yeah, you would know that uh, Zeppo and uh, Gummo were uh, were producers more or less. Okay, well, I'm I'm sorry that, but uh, that's okay. No, no, no I, reason I, to apologize. Disa- Most people don't pick up on that. Disappointed you? I, I just remember. No, you didn't disappoint. Harpo you. not you know making any sound, and that was kind of my uh, uh. yeah, except for that, <laughs> except for the horn. You know, in the early days <laughs> and he, the harp, he yes, well, that's why they called him that, right? Yes. He played the harp. Yeah, and Chico? Chico played the chiclets, the gum. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. Piano. What did he play? He played the piano. Okay. And he was noted for chasing women. And, and what did Gummo do? Did he chew gum? Uh, you know, I, I can't remember the exact reason. <laughs> you know, they called him Gummo. I can't Fair remember. He, he wasn't big. All right. <laughs> well, hello. How you doing? 
WFI. Hello, okay. Yeah. Hey, who's this? Hello. Hi, who are you? Who's this? It's Madeline Andrews. How you doing, Madeline? I'm doing great, thank you. What's happening? I'm calling for the contest. I'm enjoying the program. Well, thank you. And your last name is Andrews? Yes. Well, just like our question is about Julie Andrews. You didn't have to have the same last name to call. Did I not make that clear, Joe? No, I thought you said only people with the last name of Andrews. Uh, no. <laughs> no, you're allowed to call. Yeah, well, it just so happens. Well, so I, I today is Julie Andrews, Mary Poppins, Sound of Music, Maria, all that. Her birthday, I say she's 77. Am I wrong? Am I too low or am I too high? I think you're too low. I think that you're right. She, oh, right. Yeah, she's actually 84 <laughs> years young. Yes. So, and you knew that, right? No, I didn't. But you, just your the feel of it, you thought 77 well, was just I just thought, yes. I just felt that she was older. Yeah. All right, well, you're correct. We're going to get you a gift card to, courtesy of Brenner Chevrolet to Rita's. We'll mail it out to you, and Joe get your info, okay? All right. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Where are you calling from today? Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Very good. Hang on one second. And Joe, I'm just thinking in, in, in honor of it being Julie Andrews' 84th birthday, there's so many great songs from the Sound of Music soundtrack, right? Um, mm-hmm. Maria is one of them. There's You Are 16 going on 17. And uh, Edelweiss, we played a little bit of that earlier. Yes. I'm thinking, though, the one that everybody kind of gets in on, and our kids do when yeah. we do it, yeah. they do the whole the, the round and the part do re mi. Oh, yes. Can we fire that up just for a little bit? Sure we can. All right. And then we'll come back. We have another gift card to hand out, maybe a couple before the program's through, but for now, in honor of Julie Andrews' 84th birthday and the classic movie, The Sound of Music, enjoy and feel free to sing along with uh, Do Re Mi. It's Tim DeMar's show on WFIL. Let's start at the very beginning A very good place to start When you read, you begin with A, B, C When you sing, you begin with Do, Re, Mi Do, Re, Mi Do, Do, O, O, O Do! A deer, <laughs> a female deer Ray! A drop of golden sun Me! A name I call myself Ba! A long, long way to run So! A needle pulling thread La! A note to follow so a drink with jam and bread That will bring us back to dough A deer, a female deer Ray, a drop of golden sun Me, a name I call myself Mom, a long, long way to go There you go, Doremi, from the Sound of Music soundtrack. 84 years young today, Julie Andrews. Having some fun today with that. And if you would like to take a stab at our next birthday guest as we head to a quick break, former President Jimmy Carter has a birthday today as well. I say he is 89 years old. Above or below? Give me a quick call, 800 560 WFIL 800 9345 All you have to do is tell me if that's too low or too high. If you're correct, you get a gift card to Rita's, courtesy of Brian Chevrolet in Jenkintown. 800 9345 The 39th President of the United States. 89 years old today. Too young. 
Too little, too hot. You tell me. Back in a second. If I am. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 457 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Our little birthday trivia, Jimmy Carter, President Carter, 89 years old today. Is that too low or too high? Which direction should we go here? Um, He's higher. <laughs> You're correct. You are correct. How old do you think Jimmy Carter is today? Uh, 92. Even higher, 95, believe it or not. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Okay. And who's this? This is Linda from Levittown. Linda from Levittown. We have alliteration going on. Congratulations. You win. All right? Thank you. You're welcome. Hang okay. on a second. Joe will get your info. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And God you, bless. You too. Also having birthdays today, Mark McGuire turning 56, which is a special number around here. You know, kind of, sort of. I think he hit 56 home runs back in 88. Uh, more than that. Keep going. Rod Carew. Rodney Klein Carew turning 74 today as well. A little baseball knowledge there. Just out of time here. Wrap up the show. Jim Max and Max 413 Ministries leads in prayer next. Have a great night. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com